I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can you imagine being in a situation where now you've got planning that confirms you can't build a house? So all the potential of the house is gone, you know? I mean, it would have been, it would have been, we had a few sleepless nights there. Welcome to the next episode of the Get In Our Home series. This is the series designed to help home builders, homeowners and renovators to get inspiration and guidance from industry professionals but also homeowners themselves. In this episode we travel to County Dublin to meet Cleona and Derek and to see their stunning 1930s renovated home. In this episode we cover so so much from buying a home to renovate, making mistakes, interior design, double mortgages, planning issues, having to move in with parents and how to design a home for seven people. Yeah. You heard me right, seven people. Oh, and one really cool thing for you guys is that Derek is so organized, he actually kept track of the entire spend of the build down to like every little detail. And he's actually kindly shared me, um, shared with me the entire Excel budget. It's super, super helpful. And if you're in the middle of a build or you're just about to start one, it's really helpful for cross-referencing pricing and all that fun stuff. So if you'd like to check this out, um, just pop us a DM on the Get In Our Home Instagram page and I'll pop you over a link to the Excel spreadsheet. I just want to say thanks again um, to the guys, Cleona and Derek, were so welcoming to myself and my cameraman. And it was just a real pleasure to be able to see this couple now in their beautiful home and enjoying the space. So without further ado, I started by asking the guys where in the world we were. So we're in Ballantyre and uh, Ballantyre actually, we're, we're in a street where it was pretty much the oldest houses in the whole of, Ballant- of the Ballantyre area. So it was all fields around here once upon a time. So these houses were built in the 1930s for captains in the army with nice big gardens so they could... Um, Grow their stock, their, like, their vegetables and fruit and stuff, yeah. yeah. I can see you have a big farm at the back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so the whole, whole of Dundrum and everything kind of built up around it, yeah. So we're just on the outskirts of Dublin, I suppose, but we're well within walking distance of the biggest shopping centre in Ireland and, uh, oh, and, yeah, a, and a nice amazing. big park. And Location-wise. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, It's a dream. Yeah. Like, and had you always spoke about this area like when you were younger and stuff? Was it always a thing that, Ballantyre, Ballantyre? Like, no. You know, no. Some people have these areas in their mind. What brought you here? Like, what, what pulled you here? I'm from Cork. Derek is from Galway. We met the old-fashioned way in a nightclub um, in Dublin 16 years ago. Um, we moved in together pretty fast. We bought our apartment um, in 2006. Uh, boom time, whenever it was buying uh, off plans, queuing overnight, uh, we were one of them. Uh, bought the apartment and then we got married. Sorry, where was the apartment? In Cork Street okay. in town. Yeah. Um, we had Searsha, our oldest. Then I was pregnant with Fia. 
and then we knew that we had to move out because it just wasn't big enough for a family of four um, and we knew we wanted to move more suburban not being the city anymore we actually um, had a plan at the time that we'd go to Galway yeah and, and uh, yeah work wise you changed your mind um, work kind of said no we need you in Dublin so and then uh, the job Derek was in at the time there was a girl Andrea um, he had said look we're looking to rent a house does anyone have anything and she said we're moving to New York for at least four years and uh, we have a four bedroom house in Ballantyre we're putting up for rent if you want it and we had Fia and we moved here to Ballantyre two days after she was born and is that and then, how you kind of Found area and yeah, and once we lived here, yeah. we loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Everything was around us. Um, Marley Park, um, everything was just around us. And then we saw these houses um, and we wanted to buy one. We tried to get a second mortgage and we couldn't. The bank said they give us. So, so, sorry, so, time out. So, what, what sort of time frame are we talking here? Um, we moved here in 2011. Okay. And 2015, we tried to get a second mortgage well, to buy it. We actually looked at a house across the way here. Probably in 2011. 12, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's the same deal as in the same kind of project as this would have been. But yeah, the banks wouldn't touch us with more money because of the apartment in town and negative equity and all that. It was a tough time, really. But uh, yeah, we'd have probably gotten through this a lot. Yeah, well, quicker. How, the house was probably 250 less than what we paid for the same kind of house yeah. back then. Um, so then 2015. We were still renting um, we in, this original in, house. in the house. We heard that she was going to be upping the rent by a good bit. Um, and then Derek got a call from a headhunter about a job in Norway, uh, which I said no to straight away. Um, but we talked about it. We had four kids at the time. Um, They're all quite small. Only one had started school. And we said, look, if we're going to do anything like this, let's do it now and see what happens. So we moved to Norway in summer 2015. Um, and we were there for two and a half years um, then came home January 2018 and started renting in another house up by Marley Park um, we came home with the plan of buying a house within probably a year of being home hmm. we had enough saved to pay for a deposit at least definitely um, still in this area it's definitely yeah. in this area yeah we want to come That's back what here she said in Norwich to get me back to Ballantyre yeah he said where yeah. are we going I said I want to go back to Ballantyre it's I just want to be here um, and then we were looking at my home.ie just in case anything came up and we were home four or five weeks and I saw this on my home.ie. I, I was actually, work. no, I was, I, I think I was down in, in the car garage. I was looking to oh, get a new looking car, new car yeah. and I was thinking, oh, something nice now, something nice. And then she rings. And the first thing he said was, what aspect is it? And West. West and which one is it? And, and then we said, we have to get it. So we spoke to a broker and he said, if you want that house, don't lose it. So we were. What did he mean by that? We had no mortgage. Bid, bid for it. We weren't approved. We Just had try and get it, get the house. So we were sale agreed, and we had no mortgage. Yeah. So yeah, we, <laughs> we totally were scrambling. It, no? We didn't tell them that. No, they wouldn't have let us. They would have said, "No, we'll get the next buyer." Thank you very much. Um, yeah. yeah, we said, "Yeah, it's coming, it's coming," and we kept saying, "It's coming," and we eventually, eventually got the mortgage. But yeah. we were. We nearly I love that because like, usually it's the banks playing us and you yeah, pay the banks. I love yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We well, a few white lies like yeah. We just said the banks are delaying us and yeah. But yeah, it was a risk we like to be saying agreed to no mortgage. But we kind of knew we'd get it. Um, we got it eventually. Yeah. yeah. So and, and what was it like when Kieran sent you the message? Being like, what do you think of it? Oh, I just I knew this was 
something is. And there was no question in my mind that this was a house that we could make something of. And it's not a case that, you know, you're not walking into something that's finished, you're walking into something knowing there's a lot of work to be done. But we were always up for that. And yeah, I, think, I think it's because we're a big family. You know, you can look at all the new builds you want in Dublin. They're not built for a family like us. They're just not, you know, everything is smaller. Everything's just that little bit too small. Or every, it might have the square footage, but not in the places that we would need it as a family. Sorry, we should, we so. should say for those listening that this is a family of seven. Yes. Yeah. 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 So a big, a big house needed to support that amount of yeah. little bodies running yeah. around the place. We brought one home from Norway, you know. So we went with four, we came back with five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so you always knew, well, not you always knew, but you knew when you were here. Like, what was it like when you first walked in? Like, was the house like an actual ruin? Like, who lived in No, it wasn't a ruin. It was an elderly Ages. lady's house. You know, loads of colour, loads of antique things, loads of little ornaments and purple carpets and green bathroom and yellow kitchen and just not us but we knew we'd have to yeah. gut it Start like, the front door. a lot of people can move into houses and, and live in it for a while and then do work to it but yeah you couldn't move in if it was just us we probably could have yeah. for a while and in done fact, the renovation but this was... this house was smaller than the apartment we moved out of because we were having a second child yeah, so well, there's no five. chance we'd ever move in with, <laughs> back in with five, you know, it was, yeah, it was a good bit smaller than the apartment in town. So, yeah. yeah. So it's four years ago this month that we bought it. And yeah, okay, so you play the strings with the auctioneer and, yeah. and, and you get over the line yeah. and yeah. you go sail agreed. Yeah. Was there that moment where you're like, oh my God, what have we just done? No, because we were naive. <laughs> we were like, yeah, we bought the breaking. house and now we'll do the rest. We'll get on with this. But yeah. yeah. It, it was, was tricky. It was tricky, yeah. We bought the house. We didn't have enough to buy a house that would be seven, eight hundred grand around here, the size house that we wanted. We knew we had enough to buy the house for the price it was, but we didn't have the money to do the rest of the house. Um, we had some. We had some. But not... And Derek's parents very kindly said, how can we help? Will we sell the site in Galway? And hopefully that will be enough to do the extension. And we said... Yeah, because we can't do this without help. We, you know, we just didn't have the money. We got the mortgage to buy the house. We didn't have any other money to do it. Um, so that was the plan. And while we were waiting for planning permission, after we bought it, we got an architect. Um, we did the plans to do the extension. Um, and then we went in for planning and we were refused first because yeah. it was too big. It was overbearing, over everything it was a big white wall event uh, at the start where we landed a smaller house yeah. but but it's actually a much better looking house now that we landed with you know. um um so yeah so we were refused first of all and then there was an issue with the water pipe and um, all these houses have a three inch water pipe that goes across the back of the houses and um, with irish water you have to divert it so all the houses that had been done up to that point diverted the pipe down the backyard and as far as back as they wanted and then kept going to the next house but when it came to us, they wanted us to have access to it on both sides of the house in meterage that would end up in a minus house. Which so we, they from, wanted us if to... If come in from one wall as far as they wanted us to, and in from the other wall, the two would overlap. So you'd have to build a house in minus one meter. You know, it was ridiculous. So they were basically telling us that we couldn't build the house and we were getting... Sorry, this is an Irish water. An Irish water. Irish water. Irish water. Oh. From planning. Planning said Irish water are telling us oh, okay. that there is a three inch water pipe that you have to divert. So I contacted Irish water and it was just generic emails back the whole time. Like just generic, generic for weeks and weeks and weeks. 
and we just said what are we going to do like we we ha what are we going to do? We have to be able to build this house. We're after buying it. We have to be able to build it. And, uh, sorry, one, so, yeah, so they're basically saying you can't do the extension because you're going to have to move. You can't move the pipe. And can you imagine when people buy a house like this, they don't buy it for what it is. They buy it for the potential. Can you imagine being in a situation where now you've got planning that confirms you can't build a house? You never so all the it. potential of the house is gone, gone. you know. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a, it would have been you were really a few yeah. sleepless nights there. Yeah. 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 So I went into Irish Water. Just, just your mind oh, there. sorry, sorry. Um, I went into Irish Water and I said, "Hi, I'm Cleana. I have um, a meeting with um, their names." And um, she said, "Okay, I'll call them down." And they came down. Sorry, did you have a meeting with them? No. no, they came down to the reception and um, they said, do you have an appointment? And I said, no, I'm Cleana, Volunteer Park. Oh, all right, okay. I said, you've just been sending us emails for weeks and weeks and weeks asking for something that we can't do. And they said, oh, this is the water pipe. Yeah. Um, and I put the plans out in front of him on the table and I said, our neighbours down the road did the same. They diverted the water pipe down the back and they were able to do the same thing. Why can't we do it? And he looked at it and I said, we can't, like, we, we can leave access at the side. You know, this is the plan for the house. We have a side gate access and we'll have access on the other side. And he looked at it and he said, oh yeah, you can do that. And we got our plan permission probably a week later. Yeah. yeah, after 10 months. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if I had not got into him, there would have been months and months of, yeah. you can't do it, you can't do it. Wow. Yeah. Cheating man. Yeah. And uh, what, why did he originally want you to do that? It's just that they, they want access to It's a new quality they have or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because every house up the road is built on top. A lot of houses are built on top of it. You know, so it's, it's just one of those nuances of this road, especially. Most streets in Dublin, the water pipes and the facilities are on the road. In this street, they're in the garden. Yeah, because they were done so long and, ago. You know, Many people on this road, I suppose, they pay the price for that in terms of the, the hassle getting yeah. planning permission. Wow. And, okay, so you get planning. Yeah. Was it a, a latest moment because you've been waiting so long? Oh, so it's good. Yeah. Ten months yeah. you're in Galway yeah. waiting for something that you don't know is going to ever happen. Yeah. Well, we were here while we were waiting for the plan permission. We hadn't moved to Galway at that okay, stage. Right. We were still renting. I come here, like, when you look at a plan B, it's like, were you thinking we might actually have to sell this and go somewhere else? Or, you know, no. Like, and at the time, <laughs> while, while we were waiting for planning permission, we got a loan to renovate the original house. So we renovated the whole of the original two up, two down. Um, so it was ready to go, like we did everything, gutted it, rewired, um, replastered, insulation, everything. Um, so we had no stairs then, we had no nothing, so we couldn't move in anyway. So after 10 months, 14 months of paying huge rent and mortgage, we decided to move to Galway in with Derek's parents, um, hoping that the site would sell and that we'd get the money to do the extension. And then we moved to Galway and that didn't happen. Yeah, just, it just was slow. You know, I think uh, COVID especially slowed things down. Everyone sort of just paused, you know, and wait, what's going to happen here? You know, what, what's property going to be worth in Galway after all of this? You know, it just, everything slowed up. Yeah. And yeah. then when the site wasn't selling, we thought we have to try and do this ourselves. We, we have to try and get the money. Yeah. yeah. So then we went to apply for another mortgage for the house, um, which took 10 months to get. Uh, COVID obviously was major. Yeah, the goalposts kept moving, you know, because the criteria for the mortgage were such a thing. And next thing is like, well, actually, 
you know, we're tighter now on this side, so you, you know, you, you don't qualify now again. Like they might have looked at his at Derek's bonus a year before, and then COVID, they wouldn't look at the bonus. They wouldn't look at the rent we were getting for the apartment, even though the rent was covering the mortgage. They just wouldn't. They w but we eventually got the mortgage anyway, and then work started in the house um, November twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we really are in the middle of COVID now. This yeah. Yeah. So we it started. The steel was fitted, um, and then block work started. And then COVID, January, yeah. construction stopped for nine weeks. Um, I got on to Department of Housing. I got oh, on to the local TD and I said, what makes a house essential? Because you keep saying construction has stopped, but it, it's okay for essential housing. And I said, we're living in Galway with our five children. We've had to take them out of school, out of their home out of where they're used to living take us away from the life we had the friends we had and we're trying to build a house in dublin and we're in galway we need a house for our children we have to be able to move back um and then about a week before construction stopped our local td said look start again and if anyone asks you can just say that i said it's okay but we only start a week before we could anyway so yeah march then we started again and um, this is March 21 now. Yeah. 21, yeah. 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 So from March, um, and then we moved in on the last day of July. Wow. So we Big railroaded push. ahead. Yeah, we got it all done to move in. We April, told them. May, June, July. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We told them that um, our kids were going back to school at the end of August and we had to be in the house. Yeah. Wow. And so uh, we went really fast there. Let, let's right. just go yeah. back a little bit. So um, you bought the house, you knew it was a big renovation project. You know, how did you figure out the renovation? Did you go to an architect? Did you go to an engineer? Did you have yeah. ideas in your head? How did that process go? Well, the, the architect we used, um, they would usually work with a builder, you know, a particular builder, but it, uh, you know, the plans that they gave us, again, I think it was a few things in there that they just didn't understand the size of this family, I suppose, you know, the, some little things. So eventually I remember we sat down where literally every room, we kind of had it there. It's like move rooms around until we find a plan that works where everything, you know, can just walk through it. I probably walked through this house a thousand times in my head before we ever saw it yeah. in real life. Just saying, does this work? Does this work? Does this work? And as well as that, we didn't want any wasted square footage. You know, as in, I see some houses where they have a huge entrance area. And so, you know, I, I mean, it might look good, but you know, we, we, we wanted to, you need to make the most space. of every yeah. kind of space yeah. we could. So basically, the, when we were in Galway, we got the quote from them for, for the builder to do it, and it was probably twice what we said we had. Mm. Um, and then well, we, was this because of the COVID inflation prices and all the rest? It was even before. It was before that, COVID, yeah. yeah. So when we said, look, we don't want to go with that builder, we lost them as an architect because they work with them. They can't be an architect for other builders. Right. Um, so we had our plans in hand and no architect. And then we had to go and find our own builder. So yeah, we found yeah. our builder at the um, self-build in the RDS with our plans literally in our hands saying, can someone build our house for the money that we have? Wow. Yeah. And and what was that design that process like with the architects? Was it fun? Like did you enjoy it? Like did oh, he bring it up? Yeah. Like, we knew we wanted, which is good. Like we knew we wanted a big open plan at the back. We knew we wanted four bedrooms. We wanted we knew the design we wanted. Um yeah. 
Did we? It was great. And, and in fairness, the drawings that they produced would helped us an awful lot. You know, they were high quality 3D drawings, you know, and you could kind of get a feel of it. Yeah, so it, it um, you know, we, we basically walked in almost with it, you know, drawn flat on a piece of paper and they were obviously able to, to uh, render it from there. And, and did you have like must-haves on the to-do list? Like we definitely want this or this. Like was there a certain, you yeah. know, Actually, I, have you, if you've heard of mind maps, so a mind map is where you start with something and the house is there in the middle. And I had this mind map built out to everything, like from the fact that in this room, I wanted music, you know? And I remember actually um, one architect looking at it and going, you've, kind of, you've probably gone a layer too far with the information here, but we knew. We knew we wanted, we, yeah. And actually when I go down through the list of things, I think the only thing we missed maybe was uh, the Phoenix. fifth bedroom. Yeah, we didn't get the fifth bedroom. It was one of the things we wanted on that list. Or, well, we don't have the garden room yet. Maybe we'll get that someday. That's on the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's next. <laughs> in the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the lotto. Okay, so how, how was the build process? How did, how did that go? So when you start renovating, it obviously went quite quick in yeah. the end. In the end, yeah. What was that like? We had to get very hands-on. You know, I think, you know, even from Galway, getting in the car and driving up here and seeing that it was going the right direction and getting on WhatsApp with the tradesmen going, you know, can you do this then? You know, we really had to push on, I think, to get in. And we had a good relationship with the electrician and the plumber, and we were on a shared WhatsApp group because we didn't want things being done and us turning up here and saying, yeah, why I, is this here? Yeah, our, we have quite a lot of lights, as you know, and they had to really? go. We that. had, we have up down lights in the hallway that have to go in a certain place. And if we weren't here to say, this is where we want them, we don't know where yeah. they would have been put. We don't wear even this light here, you know, drawing out exactly where it was, or even these these lights over the island. One day we were here and we were all happy, and next thing, Clean just said, "Wait a minute, they're not where they should be." And there we were out with pieces of paper on the ground, drawing the out the measuring tape and everything, yeah. and suddenly realised, you know, actually they're not distributed right. They won't look right over the island. And because the kitchen was not visited at that time, back. obviously, so we had to draw the island under yeah. the lights. Because uh, obviously symmetry, you want them in the middle, and it was like, no, that's not going to work. No. I had to get moved. Yeah, but yeah. but these you're racing through the house trying to get everything done before you have to get back in the car and drive back, back to Galway. Yeah, and we hated it. As in every day leaving this house felt awful. You know, you think why can't we be here? You yeah. know, why can't we be across the road maybe minding it? Or what's going to get done or not done while we're not here? That was the thing. We didn't know if people were going to be here. Like there's some houses and there's trades in there every single day. We'd have neighbours saying, no, no one here today. There's no yeah. one here yet today. And we'd be told, oh yeah, yeah, they're going to be there now tomorrow doing that. And no, no one would turn up. And then we'd but turn up a week later and we're like, what, were was, what was done the last you know, week? They were, there was no shortage of work and, and I suppose we weren't the priority, you know, so. How, how do you manage a build from there in the country? With lots of sleepless nights. You know, you just, you, and I think you have to be so organized and you have to be communicating with the people that you can communicate with and the people you can trust and you latch onto them. And even just a neighbor who helped us out by coming in emptying water tanks for the dehumidifiers in here. Yeah, it got flooded. Our kitchen date is coming, our kitchen date is coming and you're like, right, if nobody else is going to be here to empty them. And every day he came up and he opened up the fence and he came in and he emptied the humidifiers for, for the dehumidifiers for us. And it was a savior, you know, that meant our kitchen date stayed where it was. The plastering could get done, the plaster was dry, the kitchen was going in. You just had to drive it and drive it and drive it. We were quite organized as well. We, ha we have friends in Galway who built their house and they had certain things picked out 
And um, Maeve said they had tiles picked out and then the tiler said, here, I'm doing tiling tomorrow, I need tiles. And she had to go and just pick any tiles she could find that day because he told her that he needed them that day. Even though he had told her, he would let her know when he'd be doing it. So we knew that, so we were quite organized in that respect, we had all our floors yeah. ordered, all our tiles ordered, we had the tiler booked, we had um, everything, we were, yeah, we were very organized, we had everything ordered well, and booked. We, we effectively got a builder's finish, you get me? Everything that you see, the finishes, was all us, so we organized the painters. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We organized the, the second fix Carpentry. carpentry, we did all the doors. You know, so yeah. we had to project manage, I suppose, the finish of this house. Yeah. And from, from Galway. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah. Um, were you doing a lot of buying and hoarding of stuff before? Like, you've, like where were you putting all that stuff? Tiles and flooring and. Tiles. I contacted Casey's Tiles on Instagram. I saw um, a tile that they wanted and I sent him a message to Moss, and he was a legend. We ordered everything from Galway for a house in Dublin from Tipperary. Yeah. Uh, I said, Tomas, I want like dark tiles for this. He'd send me 10 bathrooms with them. Which ones do you like? Um, so we ended up getting all our tiles, all our laminate. I said, we're getting a massive house of laminate because we have the laminate everywhere. Um, and I said, do you think you can get us a good deal? And he said, I'll speak to our rep. Because we were getting like 100 and 60 square meters of, of a particular floor so he got us a good deal on that and um, so we got all our tiles all our floors from him and delivered on a saturday morning from Tipperary. we were here and at eight o'clock on a saturday morning from galway four tons of stuff out in the road and we carried it in 
Yeah. Yeah. And you were after getting your COVID jab. She, yeah. she, so her arm was sore. You I was know. like, I carry with one arm. <laughs> yeah. Carrying floors and tiles yeah. in. There was no work lesson that yeah. day, I don't think. The big bruise in my hip going home that night from carrying stuff on my side there. It was great fun. But I think finding the good trades and the good um, suppliers was hugely important for us. Yeah. Huge. It really was. And like we had, I found, uh, I had found a tiler who had turned up, never contacted me again. And then I was a bit worried about finding one. And I looked on Instagram who tile style use, who they recommend. And I found Tyler and he did so much of the tiling without us being here. And he'd send me a picture of everything they were doing. Uh, he was cursing me, I think, for doing the tiles in the shower because they were a particular design. And he sent me a picture of them all laid out on the floor and did a big selfie and went, look, we're designing it now and we'll fit it later. So we had that good relationship with people who knew we were in Galway and mm. did the best they could for us. Tell them where the key is, because look, there mightn't be a trade in the house that day. So, you know, there's the key and go in and do it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and then, like, moving on to more finished stuff then, like, how did you find the kitchen company? Did you shop around? Were, were you shopping around for a lot of stuff? Yeah, or? you have yeah. to. Yeah. Actually, the, the shopping around thing, the, the, one of the tiles I found, I, I think you can find, if you want to do, if you want something, you will find it cheaper. Like if you're, I, I, if you're willing to do the work, I knew what I wanted and I wasn't going to say, no, it's okay, I'll get another one. There's a particular tile that we have used on the floor in our ensuite and downstairs toilet and they were, went from 27.99 to 69.99 for the same tile, the exact same tile same from company. the same company yeah. in different places. So yeah, you have to shop around. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you do that? Are we just Googling everywhere? And yeah, yeah. Making phone calls? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I was working away in the kids' bedroom in Galway and she'd have been on the phone making phone calls, sourcing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I did yeah. A, yeah, a lot of shopping around because I knew what I wanted and yeah. So uh, kitchen, kitchen companies. Kitchen. Um, I was obviously on Instagram for a couple of years. Um, I used it a lot for, I used started in Norway actually when we lived in Norway um, and then it kind of went quiet because we were renting for so long and then I started again with mood boards and, and what we were planning on doing, sharing like the floor plans of the house and I was looking at kitchens. We knew we wanted a contemporary kitchen. We knew we wanted handless, sleek, um, just modern, simple kitchen. Um, and I had seen a kitchen on Instagram from Trevor McDonald Kitchens and then they were in Swinford de Mayo we had moved to Galway, so it's quite handy. So we made an appointment to go out and see them. And Winford said, is still a long way from It's still a long way from Galway. It was further from Dublin. Um, so we went out and told them that we wanted them to do our kitchen. And that was two years before they fitted it. So yeah. Mm. So we kept in contact with them constantly and eventually booked the date to get the kitchen fitted. And and did you like go into them with the design? Because you have the, the wall face with the inlet and then they have the window design. And yeah. The, and the did you go in or did they bring up? How we, does that work like? We went in with our plans and said, this wall is this long. Yeah. We want a wall of units. We want it up to the ceiling. We don't want the gap. We want a whole wall of units. We want a sink in the middle and we have a window. At the time, the window was bigger. And then when we saw it on the render, we reduced it because it was just too big. Um, we wanted an island big enough for seven seats. And then the rest was kind of small things like, where do you want your fridge or freezer, where do you want to put the hob? A lot of people put the hob over at the wall and put the sink on the island, but we prefer to put the island, the oven on the island, the hob on the island, because it's more social. Like the yeah. kids can sit up there and watch 
Which is Daddy one of the first cooking. things we did is when we moved in, big cookery lesson at the mall helped me making a pad thai. Yeah. I sat down and eat it and it feels like she's we're home, you know, we're home. Yeah. Yeah, so the kitchen design we knew what we wanted, which was which was the easy part yeah. of it, I suppose. We moved a few things. But very collaborative. They were great. They were know, great, yeah. 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 That's again, yeah, good relationship with them. Any know. advice for those that are loving kitchen companies? You know, we did you have a look at other companies before you went with them yeah. or we looked at a lot of them. A lot yeah. of them, yeah. We looked a lot, not all kitchens do bespoke kitchens. They do units of a certain size and they don't go higher. So we went to one in Galway and they only go 2.4. They yeah. don't do higher. And we knew we'd pay, we had to have, from day one we wanted the, to the ceiling. So that was it. Yeah. Um, this is the highest kitchen they ever did actually. Yeah. So. But we always, we always kind of knew we'd go back to them. We just got other quotes just to see, but yeah. We'll they were, they were pretty competitive, you had a good relation with them, yeah. it was the way yeah. to go on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For what we wanted, it was it was a no-brainer. Yeah. Oh, and they said actually, um, they gave us a quote for the stone for the kitchen. Um, and I said, stuff. for the island, yeah. yeah. And I said, can we get our stone ourselves? And there was a company called Carb Stone, literally across the road from where Derek's parents lived, where we were staying. Um, yeah, there's nothing else there, like there's... The church and stone shop. a stone and yeah, a stone shop, yeah. And yeah. went over, met Neve, and again had a great relationship with her. Would go over now and again, get samples, told her what we wanted. Then said, you know, can you do the stone for our vanity? Um, can we put in the pantry press? Um, so yeah, they were brilliant, mm. brilliant. And the kids company were okay with that. Yeah, yeah. they were fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we got all our own appliances as well, and we went local with our appliances because, as people say, if you buy from abroad, what you do if it goes wrong. If you buy local, we only have to go down the road to the drum yeah. and say, listen, this broke, can you come yeah. fix it? But they were good prices as they well. They were good prices, yeah. yeah. Very helpful down there. Was there areas throughout the build where you were cutting costs or saving money? Were there areas that you just said, look, we'll have to come back to that? Or there was things we didn't do before we moved in. What do you mean? Um, we moved in without wardrobes. We moved in without paint like we spray painted the whole house white so that we could move in and then we did rooms after we moved in um, we moved in with the stairs covered but not done um, the doors and floors were fitted literally just before we moved in yeah. um, the utility still isn't done the yeah. windows at the front the sash windows we were originally going to do back at the time that we did the renovation but we didn't have the money so we only got them done again after we moved in so we had really old Brown. glazed brown windows in the front of this modern-ish looking yeah. yeah so they had to go but they came isn't yeah just i think that's the thing for us at least being so far away we had to get in as soon as we could you know waiting for everything to be finished because i see other other people building houses and they wait until it's all done uh and we're looking how could you not move in you know yeah yeah so what so like like what how do you make the decision like okay we're moving in tomorrow like what, what was the we break were point here. like do you know what i mean that was a big day because we, we, we were coming up and down we had a lot done in the last week before we moved in the, the plumber sent two of his lads here oh we're here to fit the bath and i said no no you have to do a toilet at least one toilet and a shower because we're moving in this weekend he's like what like are you well we were, only, we were only told to fit one thing and i said no and they were leaving and they hadn't even done the shower. He was literally coming down the stairs and I said, we're moving in tomorrow. And he came back up and got the shower working so that we could move in the next day. Um, the electricity, we know electricity. And Ronan, our electrician, said, the SB aren't coming for weeks. 
I will get your electricity on so you can move in. So we're pretty much on temporary power moving yeah. in. And so how did you, what did you do? Did you piggyback off somebody else's? No, 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 it was in ours, but not not hooked up to the, is in um, temporary power the way it was done. Uh, all safe and everything, but but not not the final certification, you know what I mean? But we had to get in, so we did it, you know? Yes, that was all, within three days we had the floors, plumbing, electricity wow. all so it all done within two or three days so that we could move in yeah is it we, amazing that when you can crack the whip it's how yeah, you can move yeah but we i don't think we still knew it was happening but we slept here a couple of nights just clean and i upstairs on mattresses on the ground you know uh one day with the the first night with the electricity cable running up from the single plug in the whole house that was working in the front room there and then that friday night we were driving back to galway and we said you know what we're moving in today yeah and we went and picked up the two girls grabbed everything we could got back in the car and drove back that night and the next day mom and dad came with the three small ones so you know we didn't know we were doing we didn't know we were moving in that day until we were in the car going because every time we left it was so hard to leave you know so hard to leave your home because that you know it wasn't finished like a home yeah plus we had no builder in here and we had people coming in doing jobs and leaving key and people noticing that oh there's this new house being built and there's no one in there yet and we were conscious of that as well and who's going to look who, there's no one else to mind our house mm. we know security on it and people can watch houses and we've heard of stories of yeah. new houses being destroyed before they even Dublin, like, no offense yeah, Dublin yeah. Is more yeah. yeah. so even though Derek's parents knew we were moving out we thought it'd be maybe the week later or the week after that because it was somewhere the kids were off school it didn't really we didn't have a specific date, but when we back, got back to Galway that night and said, we're going back, it was like, what? Panic, panic but stations. But they understood you know. at the same time. Um, yeah, but we, we just had to do it. We just knew, had this gut feeling that yeah. we had to go back that night. We were just worried that something was going to happen. Or, I don't know what it was, but we just knew that we it's had to go back that night. It's amazing that you both thought the same thing, though, isn't oh, it? Yeah, we were literally on the M50 or on something on the way back. A, and It was accumulating over the weeks before where every time we came up, it was harder to go home, you know, to go home to Galway, I suppose, to leave this house. Yeah. And then that day was just, that's it. We're not, we're not leaving that house tonight. We're not, we're not leaving that house empty tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And so you come up with two girls, yeah. And you sleep, so you're probably back really late. I actually had to yeah. hoover their mattresses to get all the dust off them, you know, because obviously, you know, you want to... Yeah, they're being... So I was up there hoovering the mattresses to get all the dust off. And, uh... Yeah, so they, we slept on mattresses for a while. The boys oh, yeah. all slept on mattresses for a while. Um, we had a really old bed that um, I painted black to go with my son's room. And so he slept on a mattress till I was ready to paint it. So I'm not on your bed together and then take your part of painting it, so... And mm. the two small boys, there was delay on their beds. So they were six, six months, months on a mattress because their beds took so long to come. And we had no wardrobes, so we bought a load of Ikea and, and rails. <laughs> and one of the neighbours gave us a load of uh, those rails as well. Yeah. And, and so come here, so the next day then, uh, so you had the two girls, and the next day you bring up everybody. Yeah. yeah. And you see, the, what was it like when you woke up the next morning as a family in this house? That was great. Mountain of work to do. You know, just so much work to do, but at the same time, we were here. We're we here. could, yeah. and you know, that was that was the thing. When we'd say any day before that, before we could stay, you know, you're you're thinking, right? We'll do this, and we'll do this, and then you're about you say we have to go by six o'clock. I don't want to drive home, you know, late at night and tired and everything else. 
and he's like oh, but we'll just do one more thing and just one more thing whereas now we could start as early as and finish as late as we wanted on working on our home you know because it was us finishing it yeah and you were going yeah. to Belfast two days later as well yeah, yeah. So I was like we're going to move in and then you're going to leave me thanks I had to go to work <laughs> for a couple of days yeah yeah um, I just find it amazing like that you went through all this adversity essentially and I think we can agree that it was an adverse journey it wasn't mm. a straight line path yeah but you made it there like was there that moment of or when did that moment come when was it like you know the weight off the shoulders nearly that you had done it? I don't think we isn't I would say it could be months later yeah see there was always a worry of Oh, I don't know. Is any, you're always thinking, what, what's, uh, have we cut, you know, have we cut any corners? Is it, is, is that we're going to run into a problem? You know, you hear the first storm come and you're thinking, I wonder is the roof on okay? You know, I think it's on, I think, I don't know if we've had that moment yet where you go. No, it's probably gradual. Like the more we did in the house and uh, yeah, it was probably a gradual thing because we moved in with so much not done. It was hard to be, yay, we're moving into our fab house and it's yeah. all done, because it wasn't, like, it was, yeah. Okay. We had no storage, we had literally not, a, the kitchen was the only storage we had for months. Yeah. For months. Yeah. But every day we, were, we, you know, every week or passes we do more. Uh, I would actually say the last three weeks was massive in terms of, you know, TV room done, garden shed up cleared out the back, get the driveway done, get the, the you know. That's 10 amazing, months after like, moving in, do you know? Where, uh, exactly, 10 months yeah. and then three weeks can be so transformational because you really put a focus on something and get it over the line as well. It's, it's like that moment when you were ready to move in, like how much can move really quickly yeah. when you're yeah. really focused and yeah. get it, get it yeah. done. And actually, it's, it's when you see the before and after, the TV, you know, you see the TV room there with the TV on the table and the white wall behind it and then you see what we've done now and you go, Oh, I didn't even know it could be that good. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's something you wish somebody told you before you started to build? What's, you know, if you're sitting down and there's a couple in Dublin, they're literally after buying a house and there's a big renovation ahead of them, what's something you tell them? Um, don't underestimate how long it's going to take. That's a double edged sword. If we knew how hard this was going to be, we, we might it. never have started. Yeah. So, I suppose, actually, I more advice I, I tend to give people is, um, it's your home, build it for you. Don't necessarily worry about how much you're spending as long as you can afford it, or how much it'd be worth when you're finished, because it's more valuable to you than it would be to anybody else if it's your home, your home that you've yeah. built for you. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know, I think people might walk in here and think it's lovely and all, but it's built for us, for our family. Yeah. So. The advice, I suppose, what do we wish we knew? If we knew how hard it was going to be, I don't know. It's worth it now, but yeah. yeah. We didn't know at the time how long it was going to take. I would advise people as well that they get a good builder um, and get a good architect um, and go and see houses that both have done and get feedback from customers. Before and before after. Before and after and see the finished and what it looked like before. Um, we probably could have got a more expensive architect and a builder that would have cost more um but we didn't have the money yeah. so we went with what we could get looking back now obviously we would have got better if we had more money because um, it cost as much anyway you know we know from 
others you know we didn't we didn't save any money really in yeah. the end but we had to do an awful lot more work ourselves it's a ton more work ourselves you know um, but come here did you ever look down the south Bill route completely or sure how could you when you're involved yeah, yeah and i have a full you know i have a full-on job 2020 was probably the busiest year i've near, nearly the busiest year i'd say i had in my career so the idea that i like we we had enough to do going on yeah and you know, five kids and, alongside and COVID, that. Yeah. Yeah. and homeschooling and yeah oh god homeschooling yeah <laughs> yeah so um but i do i really really agree with that advice so much because some people can get focused on the nitty-gritty but really a home is something that you live in for yeah. a long period of time so yeah. if you're designing it for yourself 100 percent there yeah. that's the advice and that's the thing if you're not into it if you're not up if you're if your ideas if you don't if you don't care if it's your idea somebody else's idea then go and buy a house that's finished you know don't go through this pain if you're not really that fussy about it in the end unless you have loads of uh, unless it's not painful because you're full of money you know if you can build a house and have loads of money left and it's not that stressful and you can buy your way out of trouble that's okay but if you're tight only do it if you really care about the end result i think because otherwise You'd have all that pain for, for, for something, you know. You're not appreciating yeah. that much. Yeah. But I suppose you always knew that you were going to renovate. Yeah. I think yeah, we wanted we want to do to it. Live. We were totally up for doing it. And a lot and of people here. are, we have friends that say they want a turnkey house and they wouldn't in a million years take on a house that they had to do this to. Well, I don't blame they them, you yeah. know. It's not for everybody. Yeah. It's not yeah. for everybody. We wanted though. We wanted to build our own house. What's it like now when, like, even when you show me photos there off camera, I've seen the old house and being here now. Is it strange for you? Do you find right. it hard to comprehend? I just find it. You know, We're proud of it. Yeah. I'm very proud of it. And I so I, I think it's hard sometimes when you bring somebody in to not be not sound like you're bragging. You know what I mean? As in, I want people to see what we've done, and I want them to see what what she's designed because we're proud, not because we're bragging. You know, it's sort of an odd thing, but I'm immensely proud. Why, yeah. why, why? I think we've achieved a beautiful home with, on our own. Like we didn't have an architect um, really for most of the build. Um, our builder wasn't here very often. Um, and we didn't have an interior designer. We didn't have a lighting um, designer. We didn't have anyone to advise us on say the inside of the house we yeah. kind of did all that on our own we knew what we wanted um yeah it took the time took like time. even silly thing like the clean of the floors of the day and realizing that you know what i did actually put a plug everywhere i'm gonna need it you know as <laughs> in it was a simple little thing but the amount of thought we put into every part of it paid off you know and you have to be able to put that thought in or else pay somebody else to put that thought in for you yeah. You know, yeah. in our case, we couldn't afford to pay people for all these things, so we did it ourselves. I love that. Um, I, and I just want to say, even off camera, you both should be really proud because yeah. both myself and Tina were talking upstairs how wonderful the house is. So, Thank really you. credit to you both. What is your favourite part of your home? Uh, this space. Yeah. This, yeah, this open plan. It's, um, it's funny when, when a house has been built and it's block work. You're standing in it, you're like, how am I gonna fit a table over there and a couch over there and a kitchen over there? You just, you can't picture it. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna be so squished now between that area and that area. But then it's built and you've plenty of space. And they do say the kitchen is the heart of the home. And it is, we're in here all the time. 
um, all the time. Like we all sit there for breakfast every morning and we sit there for dinner every day. And sitting up cooking, uh, it's a lovely place to be. Yeah. It really is a lovely place to be. It's a real communal place too, which yeah. is great yeah. for you guys yeah. with the big family to have that yeah. you know, communal area yeah. to, to go and to yeah. relax. And it's so open and the kids, they're running around all the time. There's, there's no banging into each other. There's no corners where people get in each other's way when you're cooking and mm. yeah, yeah. I love it. Can I ask that question? Is this your favorite home? Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Like this area and this house together for us is perfection. As in, we always wanted to walk. You know, walk to the shop, walk to the doctor, walk to the dentist, walk, walk to the school. Lewis, walk to the school. You know, let the car be outside when you need to go somewhere else. But life happens within walking distance of this house, and that's wonderful. You know. Guys, That's for um, us. I'm going I'm to cut it there because we've been talking so much. Yeah. Um, Cleona, if people want to find your Instagram, if that's okay, what's your name and um, should we share uh, it? By underscore Clee. Okay, I'll put that below. Yeah. Guys, thank you so, so much for your advice. Um, you know, coming here today and being at the other end of that tunnel, going through all that adversity, it's great to see you both smiling and giggling <laughs> and the guys all over the place. Seriously though, because I know there's people that are going to watch this and listen to this that are probably in the middle of it having some trouble with a tradesman or having some trouble with a supplier or whatever and yeah. just thinking, oh, you know, yeah. or a mortgage trouble or whatever and to see ye and We've bloody Tick, tick, tick for all of us. You've been through it all. Yeah. You really have. Between yeah. moving to Norway, being in Galway, the mortgage trouble, having to remortgage. You know, there's so much there and to see ye here and finished, it's just inspiring to, for those that hopefully will be able to do the same. Mm. That makes sense. Thank you. Guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to check out the guys on Instagram at byclee. So it's by and then underscore C-L-I Clee. I'll post it all below anyways. Thanks so much, everybody, and see you all next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.